Australia is a country that I love. It's it's a country where I'm going to grow up. I have no complaints. It's truly beautiful. However, when I was in Spain, it just felt better. It just mm-hmm. felt truly like home. Even though in Australia, we've lived here now for six years and all three of us, honestly, absolutely love it. It was a really good choice, but Spain will always be on top of my list. Welcome to Language and Culture with Dr. J. My guest today is a 14-year-old third culture kid, Zoard Levente Farkas, who was born in Copenhagen, Denmark, to Hungarian parents. At the tender age of four, his family moved to Tenerife, the largest Spanish island among the Canary Islands. So this Hungarian child who spoke Hungarian at home with his parents and had learned Danish as the language of his first host country, now had to learn to read and write in a Spanish-speaking country. But he would soon have to adapt again. At age eight, his family moved to Australia, where Zoard, in addition to Hungarian, Danish, and Spanish, would now have to add Australian English and begin yet another phase in his socialization, down under. Zoard is now 14 years old, and he has earned many academic and athletic distinctions. He is a student on academic scholarship at the prestigious Sheldon College, for example, and he is an excellent athlete, having competed at national swimming competitions in Melbourne, for example, where he earned multiple medals in 50-meter freestyle, or having broken three records at the Brisbane Swimming Championships in 2018. In addition to being an Olympic hopeful in swimming, Zoard also enjoys judo, crossfit, aikido, tennis, triathlon, cycling, cross-country, volleyball, touch football, etc. When he grows up, he hopes to be a veterinarian or a geographer. Welcome, Zoard, to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We are conducting this interview in English, but we will also do an interview in Hungarian. What language do you feel most comfortable in and why? Vocabulary-wise, English is my strongest, as I've been living here since 2017, and I grew confident in English. However, at home, obviously, I speak Hungarian, which I I really like, because I can keep that side of my heritage and still communicate in a very unique language. However, if I'm fully honest, Spanish has always been the closest to my heart, as in terms of language culture and even the country itself. Even though I can no longer speak Spanish as well as I used to, I can mostly understand it now. It is still the closest if I had to choose. Mm -hmm. And what do you still remember about Denmark and Tenerife? Since I was really, really young when I lived in Denmark, my memories are quite scarce of it. But I remember the occasional gelato, which still still really holds a special place. Uh, but in Spain, Spain is 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 a place where, since since I mainly grew up there from the age of four to eight, that's really a place where I will always remember and. I always loved um, from going down to the beach for fishing to riding uh, my mountain bike uh, in the terrains to 
to just just going going again to the beach to surfing to catch crabs to anything like that still just like the wild nature and uh and the peace quiet that I felt in Tenerife still really really is really really special to me yeah so that's that's my memories although those seem like activities you could do in Australia as well why Tenerife rather than Australia I I do understand that absolutely Australia is a beautiful beautiful country it has beautiful environments mother nature really shows its lovely features here as well however the wildlife even though it is a widely known fact that australia has kangaroos and koalas and uh, kidneys and etc it's still that beautiful big fishes that were present in spain aren't really here um it's it did uh, quite interest me because um, I thought Australia would be filled with biological life but I don't find that same piece of the uh, same connection with the environment as I did back in Tenerife. That's very interesting would you go a little bit more into that what aspects you said fish are different or there's not as much peace just go a little bit more into that. Yeah so um, it is another thing that I, I don't know if uh, worldwide people know this but Australia's animals are known to be in size quite large for example fishes are quite large and they they can be really tasty obviously as our having our chef as a father I, I know for a fact but the quality of the fish the beauty of the fish the just the overall aspect of fish is really there's just more diversity in Spain. You could see there wasn't only quality of fish to eat, but there was for uh, viewing. There was for just 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 to be amazed about the beauty of the fish that were there. As a young kid, I also used to go to um, lessons where I would dive underwater. And as soon as I, I dived under water, it was like entering another world. It was just incredible. Even though Australia has obviously a really well-known coral reef, the Great Barrier Reef, it, it still just amazed me more in Tenerife. If I would have to choose between the Great Barrier Reef, which I did visit back in 2018-19, and I loved it, and the Spanish um, biodiversity, I would still always choose Spain. It's just a really... It might be unique in a way, but that's that's simply how I feel. Okay, we'll come back to this in a, in a second again. Let me go on with another question. Your your mother is Hungarian, but comes from Transylvania in Romania, and your father is from Hungary. But you mm -hmm. have never lived in a Hungarian speaking country, nor nor have you ever truly experienced Hungarian culture for more than a few weeks of vacation. What does your Hungarian heritage mean to you? When I did uh, visit Hungary a lot of times already in my life, and I always loved it because even though I haven't lived there, there's still that you know that connection to that to that land that my parents are both from that country. However. Hungary has never been a country that I would be really, really, really keen in uh, living living in. Visiting is absolutely incredible. I absolutely love visiting family, friends, 
the if if i'll be very honest the hungarian food is unbeatable but honestly living there has never been something that i would dream of or even even think about is is just not something that's very existent for me why not obviously i haven't lived there so i haven't really really experienced life in hungary however before i came to australia my mom and i stayed in hungary for a couple of weeks and you know like when you go home you feel that right after a hard day you go home you lay on your bed and that that's just feeling that just real relaxation that's what it would usually feel for me if i, I go into a country that i really feel home and again i bring this up quite a few times spain in comparison as soon as i landed there as we visited uh, europe not so long ago as soon as we landed in spain it was incredible i just felt that extra beat in my heart that just just that incredible uh, feeling that i really am home and i just i've never felt that with hungary I don't know if it's just an aspect that I've never lived there or it's just that simply it's just not a country that really really feels at home to me. And do you have that feeling with Australia? Um now that I've been in Europe not so long ago I did question this uh multiple of times just just giving myself that question is would I which one would I choose Australia or Europe? Obviously they are two very very different uh areas of the world in terms of everything really australia is is a country that i love it's it's a country where i'm going to grow up in obviously from a young age again 8 years old i have no complaints it's truly beautiful however when i was in spain later uh, last month it just felt better it just mm-hmm. felt truly truly like home even though in australia we've obviously lived here now for 6 years uh, and all all three of us honestly absolutely love it it was a really good choice but spain will always always just just be on top of my list um australia really is a place for opportunities for me australia can open so many doors for my future in swimming as we are we were talking about education wise it is it is really really strong and it it can just give me so many opportunities in life that i i can really embark and uh use that i live here and honestly to simply answer your question yes uh, i do feel at home here as well but uh, spain will always be the country that i will just think about as the true home So where do you see yourself living when you quote unquote grow up? Yeah, so this is this is another thing I was thinking about and um I told my parents this that after I finished school at Sheldon College, which again is a really amazing school that Australia could provide for me under a scholarship, I decided this can always obviously change as I grow older, but at this current time my future plans are that after i finish school here in australia i was planning to work for about half a year and then go back to malaga spain and go to university there to study science or yeah very interesting very very interesting so let me go with this uh with this line of questioning a little bit longer so by the time you have your own children if you can think that far in the future 
Where mm-hmm. do you think home will be? What will you tell your kids about where your home and your heart are? Do you think it will be in Spain? Yes, I I do think so. Obviously, since I live here in Australia now, that um, I will have access to my passport, Australian passport, and this will always be a second home for me, always, always. So will Europe, wherever I live in Europe, but really we can never know the future, right? I right now feel really connected to Spain and this could change. This could change. Maybe in a few years' time, my parents are planning to visit Greece, for example, or Italy. You can never know that maybe I fall in love to those countries. Maybe Spain is just a topic that, oh, yeah, it's a beautiful country. I love the country. I would always visit that country, but it's not a home. I don't know. But (laughs) this current time, if I had to really think about it, Spain is, is just a place where I belong. Okay. And so if you get to be in the Olympics, and we'll get to sports in a second, uh, a little bit more. But if you do get to be in the Olympics, what country would you like to swim for? And why? I mean, would it be would it be Spain? Of course, uh, if I do go after my current plans that I will go to back to Spain, uh, that would uh, obviously be an opportunity for me to uh, represent that country. And with great pride, I would. However, uh, if I would decide to really situate uh, the Olympics as my goal, as my 100% uh, future goal, then I think I might stay in Australia. The reason for this is Australia is a very strong country in terms of swimming and even sport in general. But the state I live in, Queensland, is especially a really strong state. And I would love to represent any country with pride if we're talking about Olympics. So I could really envision myself as representing a country and with absolute great pride, I would. Another country that I know we talked about, Hungary, is also another uh, place where I would have in mind. Reason for this, again, I will restate that as recently I went to Europe and um, I had the really uh, good opportunity to uh, have a training session back in Hungary at the Iron Swim Team, which is a really, really strong swimming team. And to be honest, it was amazing. It was just absolutely, I enjoyed it so much. If I would have to compare now Hungary and Australia in terms of swimming, Hungary wins it over the top. Do you think there is some amount of confusion? Your heart goes to Spain, but you have this strong Hungarian connection. You are really passionate about swimming, and that is kind of one of the focal points of your life. And when I asked you the question, you know, you are you have the chance to make it to the Olympics. You don't have a strong sense of, you think about where can I train best? You know, in Hungary, there are these good coaches. Okay. In Australia, there's some opportunities. Ooh, maybe in Spain, the facilities or the coaching is not as advanced, or I don't know. But you base it on these conscious decisions, on this sort of very intellectualized line of thinking. You don't base it on a heart decision. So that, that's what I guess I'm, I'm wondering is, And I find it really interesting. And I think it's one of the conflicts that third culture kids have to face. And it's a huge conflict in my own life. 
where do I belong? What country do I identify with? What country do I want to give back to? You know, what country do I feel a certain loyalty towards? I understand everything you said, but I wonder if you have a strong sense of this for a specific country or, or if or if you care to comment on this. Look, absolutely. As you said before, there is a strong sense of confusion. And I do obviously base all my decisions on small aspects. For example, in Hungary, as I stated before, the coaches are absolutely amazing, top class, professional. Australia, on the other hand, is is a really strong area to start my Olympic career from. In Spain, I would love to live there. And Spain is is a country where both aspects kind of meet if I have to really think about it. Coaches are really good there as well. The country is pretty strong in terms of swimming. Yeah, so still, I always seem to come back to Spain as a place where just everything makes sense, even though there is a sense of confusion. Is it Hungary? Is it Spain? Is it Australia? Or could it even be another country, you know? Um, but yeah, so... That's that's kind of how I could answer your question. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Do you think swimming has a language and culture of its own that goes beyond national identity? So do you think, for example, swimmers around the world, regardless of where or what country, speak a language, a common language, or share a common culture? Yes, this is actually quite an interesting topic. I actually do believe in this. Obviously, swimming is existent anywhere you go in the world and absolutely everywhere. Uh, there's water everywhere around you. But there's this really strong sense of community in swimming. You always get a pat on the back after a swim. You always get a handshake before the swim. You always get a good luck before the swim. There's a really strong sense of community in swimming i think swimming is a really multicultural sport it's not a sport that is really restricted to one culture or one language or one uh, nationality it, it truly is a really inclusive sport anyone can do it anyone can participate anyone any anyone can just just learn to swim and enjoy the sport and just really interact with water itself. Mm -hmm. In closing, what do you think you can teach kids around the world who may have grown up with less traveling and less cultures than you? I feel like traveling is just an amazing opportunity in life, an absolutely amazing thing. Uh, recently when I was in Europe I really felt this um, kind of annoyment when we went to Spain that I can't speak Spanish as strongly as I used to anymore I, it was really something I was furious about I really have a strong respect for multilingual people because it's it's an amazing uh, strength in today's world I think this is just one thing that travel always travel always see new places always visit new places always interact with people from different communities different backgrounds different languages because um we're all human and uh everyone has their own personality their own true selves even though some people don't show it 
everyone is really unique in their own way. And I feel that if you stay in one area of this huge globe, you don't really get to experience that that connection that you can uh, have with other people around the world. And this is something I'm really, really um, strong on, that traveling is just something I think everyone should experience. Do you have any last thoughts or words to add? Anything I didn't ask you about that you wanted to talk about? I think, honestly, just the fact that in today's world, a lot of kids, I feel, are a bit less open about the world. So I, for example, in comparison to maybe other people who find a video game something really enjoyable or something that relaxes them, something that just brings them together with with themselves, with their identity, I really connect to nature, obviously, to sport, to activities. And I feel like people, or uh, mostly kids today, should really experience the aspect of sports, of nature, of just just being outside of that uh, of that screen and really experiencing it because um, I think we should cherish Mother Nature while we still can. Unfortunately, what everything's that going on, deforestation, the and the burning world in general is just something that we should take for granted now. That we what we can see, what we can experience. Again, connecting it with traveling, visiting that, uh, visiting Amazon, visiting Alaska's um, mountains, visiting France's countryside, for example, which I I really loved, or going to areas where history went down years ago, really connecting with culture and just really experiencing the world, not just always being connected to that screen is something I find that really affects my personality and just just who I am in general. Zouad, you are a remarkable young man. You are incredibly eloquent for your age. You're only 14 years old. Thank you so much for meeting with me today. I wish you continued success in swimming and all your academic pursuits and your your personal path in life. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you.